Hi, this is Netta. I am not an impressive human. Um, on the grand scale of what is offered in our world, no, I'm definitely not. Um, I used to think, well, it's still true, I guess, that I can do a lot of things okay. I can't do any one thing really, really, really well. Um, it's like I kind of dabble in a bunch of things, you know, like I can cook, I can bake, I can talk, I can um, sew, I, I can do, uh, you know, stuff like that, but I'm not great at any one of them. Um, when I was in high school, one of my friends started taking piano lessons from my piano teacher. Now, I adored my piano teacher, and don't tell my mom, but I feel like sometimes she was just paying for my lessons just because I loved sitting on Mrs. Fleener's piano bench and and just being loved on by her. She was so wonderful. But I wasn't that great at piano lessons. Um, I practiced. I loved playing. It just wasn't this like inborn talent. Well, one of my friends started taking from her. And oh, I swear, within like six months, Amy was better than me. She was so good. She really had... Um, like an inborn talent. And mine was just learned behavior. And it bugged me for a while. I was like, are you serious? I've taken piano lessons since second grade. You've started as a high schooler and you're already so much better than me. She was accompanying choir and everything. I mean, she's she was really good. And I was still putzing around. And I thought, this is just not fair. I can do a lot of things, but I can't do anything well. But um, actually, I just wrote in my journal recently that people aren't looking for impressive humans. They're looking for love. You know, our world is full of impressive, talented, flashy, showy, popular, rich, blah, blah, blah humans. They're kind of dime a dozen. But really what our world, what people want is love. And I was like, oh my goodness, I can do that, right? I can be so good at loving. Um, so the day that I wrote this in my journal, I was reading from Isaiah. And um, in Isaiah 43, verse 10, in the New Living, it says, um, You are my witnesses, says the Lord. You are my servant, and you have been chosen to know me, believe in me, and understand that I alone am God. There is no other God. There never has been and there never will be. There are so many things in this verse. The first one is that just grabbed me is you have been chosen. Now he's speaking to the Israelites when this verse was written, but we know that because of Jesus dying on the cross, this was offered to everybody regardless of their race or anything. So this is all of us who accept Jesus. I've been chosen. And it says, I've been chosen for, and it lists three things, to know him, to believe in him, and to understand that I alone, or that he alone is God. So the first thing is, I've been chosen to know him. Well, how do we know someone? We get to know them by hanging out with them. The time that we spend talking with Jesus, listening to Jesus, reading what he wrote us in the Bible, that is his word. That's how we get to know him. We, we were chosen, you were chosen to know the one and only God. 
Just let that one sink in for a second. You were chosen to know him. It also says that we have been chosen to believe in him. You know, we all struggle a little, you know, from time to time with faith. But ultimately, if you feel like you're just forever struggling to believe what God says, I'm going to guess it's because you don't know him that well. And go back to point one, get into God's word. Read your Bible, read it, read it, read it, study it, think about it, write it down, memorize it, find some good studies, talk about it with people who are reading it. Let it sink in because the more we know him, the more we believe in him. And then that third thing says, we have been chosen to understand that he alone is God. When we are truly in a relationship where we know him more and more and we truly believe in him, we understand and we share that. It just kind of bursts and squeaks and drips out of us. And it doesn't mean we walk around preaching. It means it's just who we are. We get it and it spills out on other people and it just kind of leaks out in our conversations and God can do what he wants with them. It's so amazing that the very thing that our world needs is love. And and yet we are so hesitant to give it. But when I truly believe that I don't have to be fabulous at any one skill, I have to be me. And some of you are fabulous at one or two particular skills. So you go. That's what God's created you to do. But most of us are just decent at a lot of things. But the world is really looking for all of us to love. And we can love people if we know God, we believe in him, and we understand that he is the only God. He's the answer. It's like that old, uh, what is it, 70s song? Jesus is the answer. (laughs) Okay, some of you have been waiting for me to sing on this podcast. (laughs) There you go. Jesus is the answer. He is what they need. Don't worry about being super at something. Don't try to impress people. You don't have to say yes to everything and be involved in everything. You don't. But what you are involved in, what God is asking you to do and say yes to, just be the best at loving. That is what humans need. They need the love of Jesus. And we can all be super impressive and amazing at loving because the one in us, Jesus, is super impressive and amazing at loving. So people aren't looking for impressive humans. They're looking for love. Thanks for listening. That's just a little piece of my heart.